Welcome back to our podcast. We are the Babylon Sisters. I'm Nelly. And I'm Steph. We are wristless, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's been a while since I've actually uh, been here with you. Yeah. You miss me? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. You know, life happened, and then I got sick, and then you and Riss kicked me off the podcast so I could rest, and I'm back, bitch. Finally. Hi. <laughs> now I just need to get wrist back. Like this is this is getting I ridiculous. I know, <clears throat> but I, you know, I think everyone missed me because I missed them. Of course, we I was you. watching reruns of our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Let me not bang on my desk because my camera just went. Meh. Yeah, it did, it did a little twitchy thing. But yeah, Thank cheers. You. I got my water. Um, so today we're talking about. Moving on. Yep. That's, that's a big one. Um, we're going to talk about moving on and starting over in the same sense because it's pretty much go coincide with each other yeah. in, in many ways. Um, and what, uh, what does moving on mean? Moving on from things that no longer serve you whether that be relationships, friendships, situationships, yep. um, <laughs> jobs, absolutely, uh, housing, family, yep, anything. Okay. <laughs> Everything under the sun and moon. What, what was that? <laughs> My hands can't go all these ways. I'm not that talented. My wrist hurts. You know, I'm just, I'm over here trying to make it work. All right. The moon. <laughs> Pointed to your ring. All right. I just did that shit to begin with. <laughs> anyway. Um... I honestly feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm speaking from personal experience, there's a sense of fear to moving on. Yeah, of course. And like, <clears throat> what does that mean? What does it look like? Does it mean that you're turning your back on everything? Does it mean that you're starting over from nothing? I guess it all depends. Right. Does it mean that you can never go back to what once was? Right? So for me, I tended to stay in situations, many different ones, situationships, um, relationships, family, job relations my job for 14 years um because i had a fear of leaving the known 
So as bad as the bad was, or as unfulfilling as a situation was, um, it was still a fear of leaving that because I knew the bad. Yeah. And starting over with something brand new was so much more scary to me than staying in that bad place. Yeah. Well, change is scary. <clears throat> All humans have some variation of anything that changes the norm for you in the day-to-day -day or whatever, right? whether that be getting rid of your job or a person in your life that is no good for you and, and whatever. It, it's hard. You, you know what you have. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's the devil you know rather than the one you don't type kind of situation. <clears throat> right. Right. So how do you know when it's time for you to move on? Personally, uh, I mean, it's different for everyone. It's different. For, it's different for everyone. Yeah, I mean, for me, in like thinking of one specific situation where I I cut off family, um, but for me, it was more of it was a constant dread of having any contact and like like making having to make a phone call or having to return a phone call or answer a phone call or any like it was like complete and utter dread like I would stare at that phone ringing and it'd be like I cannot do this like I can't answer this and then I couldn't listen to the voicemail for a while and I was like why am I do like why am I continuing to go through this every single time I get a phone call from this person like <laughs> why and it just got to the point of like this this can't work like this anymore like I can't I can't be so uncomfortable that a phone call is gonna set me off you know I don't know it just I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things where, like, you just feel like that relationship isn't working or isn't good for you or brings you anxiety or whatever, you know? Right. At least for in that right. situation. Like, I, everyone is, like, obviously, like, in relationships, like, sexual relationships or um, intimate relationships and things of that nature, that there's different signs and different things that you can see. Um, family members, it's a little harder because they're your family and you're supposed to stick it out no matter what. And uh, no matter what kind of toxic relationship it is, you're supposed to stand by your family. That's very true. And um, I've cut off a lot. It's not <laughs> I easy. Feel like no, I honestly, to start with, like I said, I mean, I stayed in situations far too long. I held on to too many people um, past the expiration dates far too long. And what I really had to sit down and say, and yes, I said expiration dates, we all need to understand every person has a season, a reason, and an expiration date. So we tend to allow short-term people to stay long-term. And that's when you come into the problems and the toxicity and the negativity yeah. and the absolute draining of all of your energy, your soul, your happiness, yeah. because you allow that person to stay much longer than they should have. Um, and that, that goes for family. Just sure. because you are born into a situation doesn't mean 
that you need to stay right. in that situation if it's not good for you. And far too often, you know, there's all this guilt of, well, family's family and your parents are your parents and they're all you got. Like, I'm all I got. Right. My sanity is all I got. Yep. You know, my, my mental health Facts. is all I got. So when is it enough enough? When am I enough to set those boundaries to say, hey, it doesn't matter who the fuck you are, you're not good for me. Right. And not have that guilt of cutting that person off. So, I, I think you might have the guilt no matter what. I mean, I think that's just that just comes with it. Like, right. I don't I don't know. Like. I mean, I know I felt guilty. I don't feel guilty about it now, but I know I felt guilty about it for a long time. Um, well, I mean, speaking about the the family member, um, because we've gone back and forth. <laughs> we have um, we've had a, a roller coaster where you would be talking to this person, and let's just yeah, cat out the bag, our mother. Yeah. Um, we've mentioned be it before. Her. <laughs> yeah. You would be talking to her, and I, w- I wouldn't, right. and then vice versa. Um, I really tried to be the bigger person, all the trauma and drama aside, um, especially after having Sky. Yep. Because for me, that was a, a huge ordeal, and I wanted everyone to be able to partake in her life because it was such a gifted and blessed life in my eyes that I felt like whoever wanted to be a part of it should be and that I mm-hmm. shouldn't limit that. Right. But what I've grown to learn is I need to limit that to protect her, to protect me. Yep. Um, and Donna doesn't know that I'm living here um, unless someone has told her. But even then, she uh, hasn't reached out to say anything to you about it. <laughs> correct. Right. Um, and it's been three months. I haven't talked to her maybe April, I want to say. Um, my ultimate road stop and oh fuck knows uh, well because I was giving her the gift of being in one of her grandchild's lives because she's proclaiming to the world that that's all she wants Correct. and all she's ever tried to do um, we we know the truth and we don't need to get into every single detail but um, I extended the olive You're branch dead. And um, she didn't reach out for her birthday this year. And for me, that's a huge thing. For any one of Sky's birthdays, it's a huge celebration, but also a huge trauma for me. And trying to find the balance between the two and I'm learning you know, I did have, like we talked about, I had a lot of anxiety and I had to realize like, whoa, I'm triggering back to those moments because there's been so many changes and I had to really stop myself and say, yo, Nelly, check yourself and check your mentals because now you're freaking out that she's in her bed right. sleeping and she's not breathing. 
your brain is telling you this because four years ago, that was your fear. It's not reality. And I, I had to, you know, check myself and realign myself and make sure that I was understanding that. And, you know, I had two situations where I was like, whoo, freak out, jump up and gather myself. But for me, if someone doesn't acknowledge her birthday after all that she's been through and your family, oh, but you dead. <laughs> You're dead to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because, I mean, one, I don't play with my baby. Right. I don't play with any of my that babies. Was, that okay. was my ultimate point as well. When she started bringing my kids into it, I was done. That, yeah, that was I got, it. I got many of babies. And, you know, that was one of my breaking points with the kids with her. Um, and why I didn't talk to her for quite some time. Um, and then, again, open that up like a dumbass. Sometimes I, you know, I wonder why I continue, right? Like it's why the guilt. When I move on, why can't I it's continue with a fresh start? You know what I mean? Like, and that's that's where it comes into play where we say move on, fresh start. Because, yeah, yeah you can move on. But if you're not starting with a fresh start, you're going to keep sliding backwards. Yeah. There's always going to be the slide backwards. But if you are not truly moving on with the intent of starting fresh. Right. And getting that shit out. Now that's not saying that we could never have a relationship again. Like if she were to change and to actually make strides to show me that she was making an effort to have a relationship, and I I wouldn't be closed off to that. Like it wouldn't be something that I'd be like absolutely not. You know, like I I could possibly give it another another shot if she were really to show some effort. Um, but. It, it's got to change. It's got to be a different type of relationship. It can't go back to what it was. You know what I mean? You have to have that fresh new thing. It can't be the same old thing. Right. It can't. I feel like some people aren't able to move on in that sense. I'm not saying that... And I, speaking of her. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that right. I'm holding my breath. I'm not. Right. <laughs> we know. Um, but I... I I honestly like, and that's where I have to, I have to sit back and think, you know, I've been having a lot of deep conversations lately, um, with a special someone, but to be talked about later, sit back and think, (laughs) I had to sit back and think a lot of how I see things and how I interpret things and how others interpret it, you know, because just because I understand something one way and I I may understand it that way other people hear the same thing and understand it different ways and not everyone moves this wise person told me and very correct not everyone moves at the same pace in a situation whether it be friendship relationship you're moving along in the same direction but you're not going to line up on everything all the time so just because me and you are moving forward from the situation yeah. doesn't mean that we're on the same path and we haven't been and it's at times been difficult for me to understand and I know for you to understand like why the fuck won't you get to this point right. yeah. <laughs> and I know you've said it yeah. I, I, <laughs> and you're I've, like we've fucking been down this road yeah. before you bitch I've literally had this why conversation with my husband 
I'm like, I don't understand why she doesn't see this yet. He's like, she'll get there when she gets there. She'll get there. It's okay. I'm like, I mean, you know, and we all know I have a huge heart, right? Mm -hmm. And I used to give people more chances than they deserved. I kept people past the expiration dates, um, thinking that if I put them in the freezer, you know, the last we will extend yeah. their expiration date. Or okay, well, you know, it doesn't smell or look funky, so I'm gonna still keep them around and try to see what I can do past the yeah. expiration date. When I really need to toss that shit out, as soon as the expiration date hits. Yep. Like, I see your expiration date coming up, boo. I need to put you on the lower shelf. You stop getting as much attention as the fresh shit. Yep. And then you got to go. Oh, with the next And bag. that's what I really had to realize. You can't let that shit linger because that shit's going to rot. It's going to cause negativity. Yep. It's going to force you to address it. And the more it smells, the more you don't want to go near it. <laughs> right? That's true. Let's be honest. You're like, I don't want to pick it up because what if it starts leaking and the buggies and shit? So you avoid it. <laughs> nasty. I'm being graphic and nasty as I can't see. I understand how much toxicity these people have. But not everyone's going to get there at the same time, right? Right. That's what I learned, and I know I had to have that understanding because I wasn't understanding why other people around me weren't moving the way I was moving, or why they were moving faster. Right. Uh, or you know, when my marriage was ending, like why was I over here and you were over here in La La Land? Right. You no, know, like. <laughs> Where was the disconnect when it was very clear as to what was going on? And I mean, going back to her, it's it was the same thing. It's like, she's never gonna understand it. And right. there comes a point where you say, okay, I'm moving on for me. Whenever you catch up, you catch up. Yep, that's where I'm and at. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay, but I, I feel like a lot of people think that moving on means you all have to move on together. Hmm. But again, everyone moves at their own pace, yeah. right? You gotta do what's best for you Which and for nice. your so. your mental health. You've, you just you just have to. And I know that my mental health is a lot better. Now I'm not saying she was the cause of all my mental health problems. That, that is not true. I mean, she was definitely a contributing factor, let's not lie. Um, but she, like, I mean, I still have residual effects that I deal with now, but I, uh, so much better. Like, night and day. You've had your fresh start, right? <clears throat> and it's not to say that, you know, a lot of people have this fear of, well, I never want to fully shut someone out because there's that notion of everyone deserves right. chances. We're all human. We all make mistakes. True. No one is perfect. Absolutely not. And there's that notion that if you move on from a situation or from a person, um, that there's no going back. And that's not true. Um, there's no going back to what was. Right. Let's, let's look at it that way, right? There's no going back to what was. But if 
the situation that you moved away from evolves and changes and reaches out a hand and you're willing and able to accept the hand, it's okay. Absolutely. And it's not saying that you're accepting everything that they did, nope. but you're <clears throat> accepting their hand with boundaries now. Yes. Very, very important. <clears throat> right? And make them very well known and very clear. Like. And stick to them. Yes, please. Stick to the damn boundaries. <laughs> I always had a problem with that. You know, I was kicking myself in the ass. Like, bitch, you did so well setting up these boundaries, and then you just made excuses for people yep. to step over the boundaries. No, 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 no. Boundaries are there for you, not for the other person. If the other person doesn't understand them and they're upset by your boundaries, then they don't respect you or love you. Period. Yep. Because if you truly love and respect someone, you're going to accept their boundaries no matter what they are and you're not going to take them personally yep. period um the other thing i think people have a hard time moving on from is uh like possessions things i know <clears throat> yep i had a very hard time moving on from possessions and i would hold on to things now y'all don't come looking at me like i'm a damn hoarder I know quarter, but there were certain things that were memories to me, right? That or comfort that I would hold on to because I'm like, I might need it someday, or this once meant mm -hmm. something to me, right? And I don't want to let go of that memory, but that's a physical piece. It doesn't mean I let go of the memory up here, but maybe I need to put that in a stash behind and I can unlock that memory at a later point but why is this piece sitting here reminding me of something that no longer serves me yep. right so you also got to move on from physical shit so <laughs> they do <laughs> when I was moving back from Florida <laughs> you know what I did you know what I did I know what you did <clears throat> we talked about it. <clears throat> I went to the store, bought me some construction trash bags. And I I had a tendency of putting things in closets um, and forgetting about them. From a very young age. And... That didn't fuck up. Do it in a more organized way now, okay? okay? Good, good. Have you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> and so, I had a habit of taking memories and stuffing them to the back, um, no matter what it is. And then I would forget that I had these things um, or just any possessions at all. And I would rebuy because I'm like, oh, I need them. But they're stuffed in the back of the closet, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. I just started accumulating too many things. So when I was moving back from Florida, my thing was, if it doesn't fit in my car, it ain't coming. Not only did I want to start fresh, 
I didn't want any of the physical memories of that relationship, of that house, yeah. of that dark place I was once in, of that that no longer served me, right? Um, of anything that was shared. I wanted my own. I wanted fresh. Yep. I wanted positivity. I wanted peace. Uh, I also didn't want to pay for no damn truck. It's so expensive. Because it costs more to pay for the truck to bring my shit up here with movers than to just rebuy everything brand new. I kid you not. I kid you not. Yep. It's so expensive. No. It was some bullshit. It's like a down the payment. Quotes, like, what the fuck? You got a quote. $15,000. You, you said what? Ma'am. Ma'am, what'd you say? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, it's insane. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I will fit whatever I can in my car. And I fit. You did. You you packed and Tetris the hell out of that thing. I was impressed. It was honestly um, a point at the end where I was like, "Wow, I got all that in there!" And there were little crevices and little we're talking about like little little holes. And I was just I was like, "Gotta make sure this don't move. Slide that in." It was, um, it was fun. <laughs> um, it was, it was a challenge that I accepted for my fresh start, right? Um, because I wanted Guy to still have some of her things. Yep. And, you know, there were things like clothes and, you know, personal items and stuff that, um, could fit in the car that I didn't need to rebuy. You know, it wasn't beds and dressers and, yeah bedding and all that like all of that was brand new um but just those personal items right my palm tree from tasha <laughs> i had to get in the car <laughs> i was taking a palm tree from florida okay um but it was a challenge and it felt great but it was also stressful and scary as fuck to pack everything all of your possessions into one car yeah. and know that that's all you were going to have until the rest of your shit got delivered um and to know that you were starting over was freeing and scary as fuck I bet. but after the car left i felt great and i was like whoo oh this is this is what this feels like. So when I got up here, I was like, "Oh, this is fresh air." This <laughs> never mind the allergies. Thank you, State Park. Never mind. But fresh air, energy-wise, yeah. and a f true fresh start of now. I'm in my element. Now I'm home. Now I can truly settle from this past two years that I went through and the growing and learning and healing of myself that I had to do along the way. And then that final icing on the cake was to 
be free and be here yeah. where I belong. You know? But I'm telling you what, girl, I took them trash bags and I went into them closets and I just wasn't even looking. If I haven't looked in there and haven't looked for those things, I don't need them. And it came to a point where I was like, it's not worth my mental health. Yeah. Okay? It is not, not worth my mental health to sit here and go through every single little item. I know damn well I haven't looked for it. Fuck it. Right. If it turns out when I get home and I am like, yo, where is such and such? I'll buy it. Yep. That's where I was at. Mentally, I was like, I am done. I am ready. Let's go. And I'm just tossing everything in. There was one point where I paused and I was like, because in this bag, oh, my wedding dress. Oh, man, keep going. <laughs> and I didn't even think about it until I put all the trash out. And I was like, hey, bitch, you, <laughs> you did not even think twice. It wasn't a, you know, like a lot of moms are like, oh, well, I want my daughter to have my wedding dress. No. No, I don't want you to have my wedding dress. I want you to have your own. I want you to have your own memories. I don't want you to have any negativity I associate with that piece of clothing. Beautiful dress. Don't get me wrong. Yep. <clears throat> but it was a heavy baggage for many reasons, right? So I had to let it go. Yep. I had to move on completely from that and I knew damn well I didn't want any of that in my life yeah yeah I get it um have you ever had to move on from a friendship from a friendship um I know I've let friendships dwindle I don't and I, there was only there was the one thing with Riss that that was really the only thing that I uh, ended anything for a while. But not re- I mean, like I've I've let fr- friendships die out, but I've never actually like gone to someone and been like, yeah, this isn't working for me. <laughs> I find that that's a hard thing for a lot of people to do. Yeah. Um. And I want to understand like how different people cope with it. And that's why I was asking because I've seen people from very straightforward. Hey, this shit ain't working out. Yeah. Period. We need to go our separate ways. Um, To people who are narcissists and blame the other person completely um, and make up this whole scenario in their head as to why they're in a fight and place the blame completely on the victim in the situation um, and never talk to them again. <laughs> and then there's the other one where it's just ghost. Yeah, I don't completely ghost. Um, I but I, so I, I suck at relationships, especially friendships. And it's something that I know I suck at and I've, I have been trying to get better at it. I feel like I've made a lot of strides in the past couple of years. Um, even adding in new friends, which is not something that I do. Um, but I, I don't ghost necessarily, but I definitely, but I, but I'm always very low contact. Like I'm not a reach out kind of person constantly. You know what I mean? I try to be better cause I know that I suck at that, but I'm not, I'm not good at it. So I feel like people kind of expect me not to really 
reach out and respond to them. And then when I'm just right. not doing it, it's just like not, none of us do it. You know what I mean? Like I have like one relationship where I, I thought we were pretty good friends. Things change. We don't really see each other anymore. And neither of us have really contacted each other. You know, like I, I made a couple of attempts and then I was just kind of like, all right, well, I'll just, <laughs> I don't know what to do now. I'll see you when I see you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like the, always that awkward thing of like, I don't know. I, and I'm just, I'm an awkward person. <laughs> And I'm non-confrontational. Like, I don't I don't like to get into arguments or confront people about things. So I try to avoid it. You know what's funny is everyone thinks that I am... Um, some people call me a bully at times and say I'm intimidating. Um, and everyone thinks that I love confrontation. And I don't. I despise it. it I, literally, like, I'm getting anxiety just thinking about it. <laughs> what I explain to people is I will engage in confrontation when I'm defending those I love. When it comes to me, I have a very hard time, well, I used to, have a very hard time setting those boundaries. And I saw myself ghosting a lot of people because I knew I would feel guilty because I, I always was the fixer, right? And I know you have told me, Jeray has told me, you can't fix everyone else. Like, it's not your fucking job. Nope. Cut <clears throat> the shit out. But I was always- Worry about yourself. <laughs> what about yourself? You what about yourself? <laughs> I was always that person that everyone could rely on, but I could never rely on anyone. And it got to the point where I, wouldn't be allow myself to rely on anyone because I felt like no one could help me, um, that I was always helping everyone else. And then I didn't know what I needed help with, yeah. right? So I found myself ghosting people. And for me, that was, uh, okay, we're moving on. But you're really not. You're just kind of sticking it there and ignoring it, right? And then sometimes those people may not even understand why you're completely ghosting them. Right. And then there's no resolution, and then there's hurt feelings, and then there's just a lot of drama that can come out of it. And I've learned that now, yep. as I've matured a little bit. <laughs> um, I still didn't reach out to the people that I ghosted because I just left them dead yep. where they were, you know? But... <laughs> I've realized that that's not the proper resolve for a situation uh, and that you need to be very direct because if you go someone they're going to keep popping up they're not going to know okay she's she's done done for what reason like right. why is she talking to me like randomly think of you and hit you up you know so you really got to dead those situations if you truly want to move on and continue on with a fresh start and like I said, that doesn't mean closing the door, right? Right. Like, that That doesn't have to be... Well, you can that. close it, but it can open again later. Like, like right now, doorbell. you get a doorbell, exactly, and, or a knocker or something, like, you know? If you, want it, if you don't want it too loud. <laughs> but you can, you can close the door, you can move on, have your start, do what you need to do for yourself... And then if they come a knocking, 
and you feel like opening it, then go for it. If not, keep it closed. Keep keep the bitch closed. <laughs> yeah. Or if you want to keep it propped open, if that makes you feel more comfortable, fine. Do whatever makes you feel comfortable. You don't have to fit a mold. You don't have to do exactly what we tell you. You don't have to, you know, this is just what worked for us or didn't work for us or whatever. But What hasn't, what has, yeah. what somewhat did. <laughs> you know, I mean, life is constantly changing and constantly moving. And there's all these factors that are constantly filtering in. Like, every, everything, every situation is different. Everything is different. Every person's different. How you're going to handle it's different. Yeah. Just do what's right and feels right for you. If the relationship or the job or whatever, the thing isn't working, is causing you mental stress, do, do what yeah. you gotta do. I, um, I definitely realized my problems with moving on um, were because of childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. Because I felt like we never had anything solid or anything with longevity. Mm -hmm. So I would hold on to everything, like everything. that past that expiration dates, mm -hmm. and it didn't matter what it was, it didn't matter how abusive um, the person was, and you know, I I was in a lot of abusive situations and a lot of um, dangerous situations, and I continued to hold on because in my mind it could always be worse, mm -hmm. and in my mind I had worse, and this wasn't as bad. Right as trauma I had before so I could handle it and that sounds horrible as fuck yeah and it is it absolutely is now that I'm in my adult stage of life um looking back on the 20 year old me and the early 20s that I was in and the situations I was in and all the shit that I held on to and all the situations I got put into because of that, um, a lot of it could have been avoided if I would have had the proper tools mm -hmm. and understanding of what moving on meant and um, being able to let go of things that did not serve you or do you right. And now that I'm at that journey in life where I'm like protect your fucking peace and mm -hmm. your mental health matters more than anyone uh, at all costs it I, is the most important I, thing <laughs> I used to be that person to help everyone huh? and now I'm the help myself and then help those that I truly love if they need me and like you know I used to always want to fix everyone someone would have a problem I wouldn't be like oh, well, you know, I'm here to listen. I'd be like, okay, well, we need to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this is how we're going to fix it. And I would have the whole game plan and do it for them. You know? And Right. Right. It's so draining for me. Yeah. The fixer, you know? But I found that with me fixing everyone else, I didn't have to look at myself. I didn't have to address and fix me. Up. Yep. Facts. You know, I could escape my issues by helping them. And that made me feel good. Don't get right. me wrong. Helping others makes me feel amazing. But when it was done, I was left with my own emptiness and my own darkness. And now, now I'm waiting for the next person to fix. No, right. bitch. Fix you. 
and I had to turn it back on myself and fix myself. I had to find my own peace. I had to move on from who I was. I think that's like the hardest part of moving on from the old version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I see her back there. Like, what up, bitch? <laughs> Stay over there. <laughs> I'll pull you out when I need you yeah. for certain things. But stay over there yep. in your lane, in your place where I left you. You're not needed here right now because there's so much peace in my bubble. Mm-hmm. And I'm surrounded by such amazing people who remind me of how amazing I am and are a direct reflection pond of the love and energy that I give, that it's so fulfilling that I never want to go back to who I was. I want to continue to grow and be the person who I always saw I was, mm-hmm. but wasn't living up to. If that makes sense. Makes complete sense to me. Right? Right? So, with that, I also had to understand um, that other people grow. Um, And, you know, like we talked about before, you know, we had, me and Riss had that falling out. And um, we both needed to grow. And we were in this friendship and sistership. um, And that is my sister. And it doesn't matter what happened. It doesn't matter how much time had passed. Um, We kept a lot of dirty secrets. (laughs) And that just goes to show you that irregardless of the situation, irregardless of the misunderstandings, irregardless of the whatever was going on, there was a deeper rooted love and respect for each other that we would have took that shit to the grave. And we said that shit before. But it also was a okay we were moving along in that healing and growing phase at the same time at different paces because when she was ready to reach out i wasn't ready to receive her hand and i slapped it down a couple of times um and you know at one point it was because i was being petty um and another point i was going through a lot of things in life where i couldn't reach out because I didn't know what that reaching out entailed and I knew it would have to mean facing the situation and having that difficult conversation of okay are we here now can we move on right and I could not take that on at that time um but then time kept going and then we aligned in that okay we're both ready and it was awkward as fuck so awkward (laughs) but you need those awkward moments to be able to move forward at times too it's true and i I, honestly i feel like people i know i used to avoid awkward moments and awkward conversations and you know when somebody would be like you know we need to talk or hey i wanted to talk to you about something you know even now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> had a conversation yesterday where that happened yeah, I want to talk to you about text message and I'm like fuck what did I write what did I do wrong automatically my dad just no I didn't do anything wrong All right, what is it okay cool and just was able to like reground myself quickly whereas before I would have been like oh my god what did I do I'm so sorry immediately 
you know, and I was just like, all right, cool, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because now I have the understanding of like, all right, I might have said something. I still have plenty of growing to do. We don't continue to grow. Like, you know, when, when you're learning about other people in your circle, like, everyone moves and grooves in different ways. So you have to have that understanding. Um, and that's really what it was. It wasn't, uh, oh, bitch, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but had that have been the old Nelly, yeah. I probably would have started crying. Like, oh my God, what did I say wrong? What did I do? I'm so sorry. Like, before this person even got anything out their mouth, like, as soon as you were like, we need to talk. I'm just like, oh my God, I fucked up. I would take the blame, no matter what it was. And it could just be like, yo, you said the blue looked good, it didn't look good. (laughs) (laughs) The most simplest shit, but you know, like I, I would internalize and take the blame for everything yeah. <clears throat> growing up. Um, and that was part of the people pleaser, Nelly. Yeah. Um, that bitch is over there. Good. She liked pleasing people in different ways now That's fine. versus then. Yeah. You know, it's, it's different. It's healthier, healthier now. Yes. Yes. You know, um, so. I mean, I'm definitely a firm believer that you need to move on from older versions of yourself as well as people that have expired, jobs. Uh, don't get so comfortable like you bitch did um, and stay at a job for 14 years that is not fulfilling you uh, spiritually, mentally, financially. Just because you are comfortable with the level of toxicity and you continue to bear the stress and anxiety because you know what it is and you're afraid of what is out there right and for me it was also a well this has been in my life for so long and again it went I had to remind myself like bitch it is okay to let go of things that have been in your life for a long time Mm -hmm. that don't serve you because you're basing that off of your childhood trauma which is no longer needed here, okay? Put that shit back with the old Nelly. And I had to push myself. And I did it. And okay. I'm so happy I did it. But um, it's never easy, right? So I know there's like a lot of people out there. And I talked to a friend uh, a while ago who was having a really difficult time Uh, moving on from a relationship and I was like well what's the biggest fear like you really gotta ask yourself like what is your biggest fear and what is your biggest come up of letting it go like it really I mean it it'd be like that sometimes we really got to do that the pros and cons the pros and cons yep absolutely Break that break that shit out. Break that shit out. Write it all the fuck down. <laughs> Honestly, because you can sit there and you can rattle stuff off in your head. Mm-hmm. But when you, you see want. it black and white on that paper, like there's no mistake in it. There's no uh well, you know, maybe I just wasn't no. Write it out. Take time. 
go back to it keep adding to it yeah keep looking at it give it give it a couple weeks even add to it as you think about it and then go back to it a week after that and take a look at it which side's bigger Right. If the con side is bigger, you've got some serious consideration here to do because that's not good. Time to move on. Yeah. Time to move on. And, you know, really put down what does moving on mean, right? And do the pros and cons of that. Mm-hmm. Do the pros and cons of the situation, whether it be friendship, family, job, um, anything. Anything that you feel like you may need to move on from pros and cons of that situation what are the pros of keeping it what are the cons of keeping it um and also the pros and cons of letting it go because it's two very different things Mm -hmm. right um and some of the answers are a lot of the answers are going to be the same but you have to break it down because there might be things that you then start thinking of like, okay, well, yeah, all right, letting it go is this a different set of pros mm-hmm. and cons, right? Um, but then also like, what does it mean? What does it mean for when that's gone? What are the pros and cons of it being gone? Are there cons? I mean, other than I'll miss them. That that doesn't count. <laughs> you're going to miss anything that you're going to get rid of because it, you have attachment to it. That's just the way we work. Right. <clears throat> That's human nature. We, mm. we have attachments to things. Right? Yep. Um, and you know, this person said to me that they didn't want to be alone. And I had to be real and interject and say you know i'm speaking from a personal standpoint but if it so resonates with you take it would you rather be alone at peace in a fresh peaceful seemingly sense of an area or would you rather be alone in a toxic situation. Because let's face it, there's You're gonna be alone no matter what. Yeah. Were you alone? Yeah. I had felt my loneliest next to a person. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, nah bitch, I'll be alone. I ain't meant to be alone. I got too much love to give. I love cuddles. Fuck all that shit. Don't want to be alone. But you may need to be alone for a little while. You need to be alone to find yourself, to find your worth, to find what you can and cannot accept, to heal yourself, because that's the biggest fucking thing. You need to heal yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't bring that baggage and drama. Don't jump right into another one. No, no, no. Oh. It is not going to last. Um, but you need that alone time. Now, it's not to say that you love. Don't go out there and be like, I love being alone. No, bitch, you lying. Cut the shit. I love being alone. But Stephanie, <laughs> you, 
We had this conversation. I know, we did. Though. I know. I like okay. being alone 85% of the time. <laughs> but you also got two crazy ass kids and one crazy ass husband who don't shut up. <laughs> you like your alone time. Yes, it's true. I but do. But you like don't like time. to feel alone. Correct. You know damn well <laughs> that you're not alone. It's so true. you like your alone time. You like your space. And there's a big difference. That's true. Because. You know, I've had this conversation where I said, like, I want to miss somebody. I want to miss you. I don't always want to be up under you. Great. It's a great thing sometimes. But I want to also be able to miss you, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's that brings you closer. That makes the bond stronger. Like, your constant pulling and stretching and the moving of that motion ocean, like, you need your alone time, but you're not alone. You have you That's have right. your mental space, and you have your alone time and your self health and rejuvenation time. But you know that person's waiting for you. You know. Yeah. You know, it, as annoying <laughs> as your husband is, that, that he's gonna be there for you. It's true. You know, so no, but you don't like to be alone. You like your alone time. Fine, I like my alone okay. time. But there are people out there who are like, I don't ever want to be with anyone. I'm content with being alone. No, you're just saying that because you're lonely, and you're making an excuse for that because as humans, I don't know. We're not. We're, uh, we're for the most for the most part, <laughs> we are. I know we are, but that's but people are used to it by now. For the most part, we, on, we are pack animals, and I believe that we yeah. like to we like to be with other people. But there are exceptions to that rule, and I think that there are some people who truly would prefer not to be around anyone. They do exist. One of my biggest fears was dying alone. I didn't want to die alone. I wanted to share my life and my love with someone to the end. You know? Um, I got way too much love to give now, damn it. But <laughs> I want too much love back. Shit. But uh, I always said, like, I, I want my person. And that's where it goes to finding that person that you don't feel alone with because there are gonna be people in your life come and go um, who you keep longer than you be uh, that are not your person. And you're holding on to them because you don't wanna be alone. But nine times out of 10, you are alone. Right. In a relationship. Yep, that's not good. And that goes for family and friendships too, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so you really got to come to that realization. I mean, I know I did. It was a slap in the face. I was like, why do I feel so alone and so unheard? Because bitch, you are. <laughs> and that's not your person. You know, that that expiration date has passed. And it's time to let it go. So, uh I think it's a big thing. I think it's a big thing for people to grasp that and grasp the, well, when is it time to move on? You're gonna know. You're gonna know because you're gonna start making excuses. You're gonna start um, 
maybe not speaking to that person as much or setting limitations or your expectations um, of what once was are going to be remarkably lower because of the letdown. Yep. Uh, you know, when it going back to our mother, um, I've known for a while that I need to move on from that and I need to let it go and I mean like I said I'm not uh, fully closing the door but um, I can't allow her access into my peace um, to disrupt it the way she did like you didn't reach out for her birthday and then you didn't reach out for my birthday and I know it was the pettiness because of her birthday mm-hmm. and it was in the midst of me moving uh, which she knew nothing about. Um, but because, God forbid, someone doesn't reach out to her immediately, uh, it's a tit for tat. And as a mother and a grandmother to a miracle child, uh, I don't feel like you should have that level of pettiness when you say you're as evolved. Right. And I can't allow that into my peace bubble it just doesn't fit it doesn't fit and i'm not saying she's a horrible person she just doesn't fit in my bubble you know in my bubble i envision tiny little bubbles (laughs) with nice rounded sides and they all slide together and coincide fluidly and she's got sharp edges and that's popping bubbles in my bubble and i don't like it I can't have sharp edges in my bubble. That's a pretty good analogy. (laughs) You like it? I like it. Yes. (laughs) I'm smart. I'm a flipping genius. Y'all can use my analogy if you like. I just envisioned it in my little brain and it just came out. And it's, I could picture the little colorful bubbles rolling. It was beautiful. Beautiful. I hope you guys saw it as beautiful as I did. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know I'm crazy. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. That's, that's just me. Welcome. Welcome to the Nelly Show. Um, but yeah, I, I would hope, um, and you know, you can only give your advice to people. Um, about moving on and what that looks like and what it feels like and I'll be 100% realistic it ain't easy Um, it gets easier as time goes on and as you set those boundaries and as you know what it truly feels like to cut those those things out that no longer serve you um, that no longer benefit you that no longer bring positivity and light into your life Um, it gets easier it it really does get so much easier and you're able to say yeah you know what that was a good choice yeah (laughs) right decision and (laughs) nine times out of ten uh that person will confirm that you made the right choice yep that happened to me recently with the friendship that i had cut off uh that we won't dive into because we're running into time but um yeah i made the choice to end a 20 plus year friendship over something very serious um 
that did a lot of damage to me. Um, and I decided to protect my peace and take my space back. Uh, and this person decided to delete me from all of social media and that was fine because social media does not, I, you know, I used to think social media was like, oh my God, you don't have me, well, fuck you. <laughs> you don't like Friend, you're dead to me now. You don't exist you don't on Facebook. Exist. It's not real life, people. Um, just because I delete you off of social media, it just means that you don't have access into every aspect of my life. But if you need to reach me, you know how to reach me. So I wasn't pissed that he deleted me off of all the stuff apparently I was supposed to be. Um, and you know, some of the feedback that I got uh, from a mutual friend of ours that called me, telling me the things that he was bitching about, um, really upset me. And the thing that really pissed me off is this guy tried to call him and he didn't answer. And I texted him and told him like, you know, your niece is trying to call you. And if she tries to ask for you again, I'll try to call you back. No response. Uh, fast forward to what, a year and a half later, um, his father passed away and I, I was close with his father. I had a lot of conversations with dad on the side uh, that he did not know about. Um, and you know, dad would reach out and check on me and the baby and whatnot. Um, so when he passed, I felt bad. Um, so I reached out out of respect. Um, and he reconfirmed that I made the right choice in my peace journey to move on um, from the friendship of clearly it wasn't the type of friendship I thought it was because um, he did not give me funeral information, but then said to my ex, guess they're best friends. <laughs> and they were the reason why uh, we were no longer friends. Big old dramatic situation, but that's fine. But like I reached out and he responded and you know, that would have been a, a moment where you would have said, here's the information, but pettiness continued to take over and your ego apparently continued to take over and it just so happens I was not around on that day anyway but I said my peace to dad blessings spirituals all that sense so I'm good I'm happy with it I'm yep. content with it um, and also with moving on you have to understand other people's moving on right not take it 100% personal because they may be moving on because it just doesn't fit them anymore. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that uh, you're any less valuable to other people. Um, it just means that you're no longer a fit for them. And we have to then look at ourselves and understand like, all right, I got some expiration dates for people too. Like not just sure. everyone's gonna have expiration dates for yourself, but I got expiration dates and I may no longer fit into people's growth um, and into their lives and that don't negatively reflect on me unless I was a bitch and did something negative, then yes, I'm right. fucking little, <laughs> rough edges over here and there circle little bubbles. So that's different, but um, really start to understand that as well because there are going to be people who move on from you, whether they ghost you or they tell you straight up. Um, or however they may go about it, but take that lesson and just say, oh, you know, all right, 
what we have was what we had and my expiration date with you came up I wish you well on your journey and you keep going yeah. um, I think that was hard for me at first to understand I was like how could you me <laughs> I never expire me? bitch <laughs> A lifetime guarantee in this bitch. Okay? I'm on the top shelf. Shit. Laminated in gold. No, you just you have to listen to to the your your brain. It's gonna tell you. It's gonna be like, hey, this you know, we're freaking out over here. Why are we freaking out? Listen to me. <laughs> Sometimes I just tell that bitch, shut up. Yeah. Shut up right now. I try to tell her shut up all the time. Yeah, sometimes she don't make no sense. You know? But yeah. And she always anyway. wants to talk at the most inconvenient times. Like, bitch, I'm tired. Can't you do this, like, mid-afternoon? Not <laughs> 12 o'clock at night? After I, <sighs> I slept and had my coffee. Seriously. Then <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> hey, self. Shut the fuck up. I need oh, to move man. on from you right now. Seriously. It's a la la la. <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah. I think um, as scary as moving on and fresh starts can be, they're so amazing. And we all need them uh, in all different areas of our lives. Um, because truly life is just about growing and glowing up right like and if we're not moving on from things they're going to hold us behind and they're going to drag us down and it's just not going to be a great situation mm -mm. you know mm -hmm. nope. so with that said we are moving on <laughs> from this motherfucking topic <laughs> but honestly um it's not a cookie cutter of how you choose to move on, how you choose to address the situations, um, how long you choose to hold on to things, uh, but just know things are so much better on the other side. Things are so much more peaceful, rainbows, unicorn, glitter farts, and all that shit. Um, but once you start letting go of all the negative, you have so much more room for the positive. You have so much more room to accept love that you've never seen and understood before. And it's an amazing feeling. And I, I really wish that for a lot of people. And that's why I've been pushing this body positivity. Um, and uh, I need to get with La because she wants to get this circle going. So um, it's definitely something that I want for other people because after sitting in my shit for so long I see how amazing it is on the other side you know absolutely so with that said my loves until next time be kind to yourself and others love on yourself I'm just gonna start saying love on yourself because I feel like that's most important right now Facts. so love on yourself if you want to love on other people that's fine too but focus on you and until next time just remember it's all a bunch of bs bye, bye.
You're a little bing, bing. <laughs> Are you getting hot? I'm, I am. You have a I, hot flash? I, I, I am. You're getting clammy, bitch. Yeah, I was there. The last, that? like, the last, like, minute and a half there, I was really starting to feel it. And I was like, oh, just I, hold on. Hold on. I saw it in your face, and it looked Ooh. like you was getting nauseous. Yeah. I was like, oh, she getting clammy. Let's move on. <laughs> you feel my breeze? Oh, man. Thanks. You feel it? I feel it. 